At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, fine citizens, rainy Last uh, couple of days at times here in the D, but it's time for a little throwdown Thursday action and raining in the, I guess, the hearts and the heads of Steph Curry and the Warriors after game number three, where it was a Boston monster lead, 19 points. The Warriors come all the way back, take the lead by one, but from that point on, too much Tatum, too much Brown, too much Boston. They were incredible in the end, in game number three. We got a series. I mean, I still think the Warriors can win this in six, but the way this thing looks like it's going, it's probably going to go seven. And I'll tell you this, if Boston wins game four, we're going to get into how I'm tackling game four and all the different numbers and breakdowns and odds and props and stuff in a little bit later in the show. If they win game four and go up three to one, it is really big trouble for Steph Curry and the Warriors. And they have to go back to Golden State. Obviously, they can win a game five, and then back to Boston for a clincher to win the championship. And then if they obviously win that one, they would have to come back to Golden State for game seven. So, I mean, hats off to the Seas. Jalen Brown with 27, nine and five rebounds. Steph Curry had a great night. He had 31 and four and two assists, but just not enough from the Warriors role players. I mean, I thought Jordan Poole had an outside chance to win the MVP in this series. He had 10 points on four of eight shooting. Not terrible, but you need more from you need more than a, a three-pointer from Jordan Poole. Klay Thompson off the awful game. Obviously incredible for him. 25 points, 7 to 17 shooting, 5 of 13 from downtown. Uh, you know, six from Looney in the starting lineup. Two Draymond Green has been terrible at times 
the last couple of series for the Warriors. Two points for Draymond Green, minus 13 on the court. Only ones worse were Wiggins, who actually had 18 points in a decent game, but he was out there a lot, minus 16 for him. And Steph Curry, of course, played pretty much every minute, uh, or most of the minutes. He was minus 14 and played towards the end of the game when it was obviously over. Uh, Gary Payton the third, terrible. Two points, minus 13. Uh, you know, Otto Porter Jr. was the only positive points on the floor player for the Warriors in 21 minutes. He had only six points, but he was plus four on the floor. And then you look at the Celtics. When you get a combined 53 from Tatum and Brown, you're going to win a lot of games. 24 from Marcus Smart, plus 19 for him. Robert Williams III was plus 21 when he was on the floor. He had eight. That's what you're not getting from the Golden State Warrior players. Williams off the bench, 10 for him, plus 10, plus 15 for Pritchard. Only in 10 minutes, he was out there when the Warriors, well, you know, were the Celtics, excuse me, were 15 points better than the Warriors. He only had three points, but that it's those metrics that don't always show up in the box scores or that you see, you know, when you're just kind of looking back at the game and reading about it. But if you watched it, you saw that there were big moves defensively, you know, obviously offensively, whether it was passing the ball, setting up, you know, baskets and assists. Uh, just really, really great performance by the Celtics. A 23-11 final quarter. Great defense again. Uh, that was after Golden State outscored him 33-25, almost a reverse weapon in the fourth quarter of game number one. And this is a, you know, we're on. We're on to a series like Donkey Kong, and it should be a lot of fun the rest of the way. Well, as I mentioned, we'll get in all the different numbers, and I'm going to, you know, tackle game number four coming up in just a bit. By the way, before we get into the Motown betting window, I wanted to give you a spoiler-free review on a couple movies. First off, Jurassic World Dominion. I, I've been a fan of the Jurassic Park series. I think that it's time to stop making Jurassic Park movies. They had every character from all the movies, whether it was Jeff Goldblum or Sam Neill. They had pretty much everyone from the original movies and the new ones, the reboot, you know, with Chris uh, Pratt and, uh, and Bryce Dallas Howard. It was just meh. I mean, not terrible. Obviously not great. Some very interesting and intense action. And some funny moments and incredible stuff with the dinosaurs, but yeah. Now, Hustle, Adam Sandler playing a Philadelphia 76ers scout with a ton of real-life NBA players either playing a role or playing themselves. You know, it was fantastic. I know that movie was released on June 3rd in select theaters, but it's on Netflix now uh, as of uh, Wednesday, yesterday. So check out Hustle. Awesome, awesome movie if you love basketball. You will love it. Definitely an A for me on that. And The Sandman was great. Uh, could get some, uh, you know, award nods. It's possible. And I just thought it was really well written and really well acted and really kind of showed a lot of realism when it came to what Adam Sandler does in the movie. He's a scout slash assistant coach at times. And he has to go find an international player. And it was, it was just a really good movie. So please check that out. All right, let's take a trip to the Motown betting window. And it's funny, I mean, you go to the featured spot on the website or the app for Bet Rivers, and it obviously gives you all the local games. No Tigers game till Friday, and we'll get into the uh, the look-ahead stuff for that in a second. But they do have the New Jersey Generals, Michigan Panthers, USFL lineup there. Not The the Panthers were the favorite before the season started. Obviously, not much was known about how these teams were going to play. Shea Patterson is no longer on the team. He was the overall first uh, draft pick. For the Panthers, and he's gone. Uh, but the Generals, by the way, seven and a half point favorites, minus three thirty-five on the money line. Comeback for the Panthers, plus two sixty-five. Total forty-seven and a half. Over minus one ten. Under minus one ten. Listen, 
I've not given out many USFL plays. We did well early in the season, but I, I, I haven't. I don't want to say I've been impressed, but it's not like the the greatest football. But it's not terrible. I think USFL based on the fact that they're they're all in one spot right now, and there is some money behind it could last. But we've said that before about the XFL and the American Football League and all that stuff. But I actually like the Panthers plus the seven and a hook. I think they've been getting, they've been trending better. I think they can hang in this game against the very solid general. So that game's a Saturday 1 p.m. game. And as, as I thought I'd tell you, I have, a, I have a small half unit play on the Panthers plus the seven and a half. It might go, there's a lot of action coming in on Michigan, uh, even though they've had a struggle for a lot of the year. That might go down to seven. So take it when you got the seven and a hook minus 110. A little early action there on the USFL. But we will have the Tigers and the Blue Jays getting set for a series at Comerica Park starting Friday, game number one. It's Berrios for the Blue Jays. Comes in 4-2 with a 5-2-4 ERA. And Rodriguez, Elvin Rodriguez, who was allegedly tipping pitches in that last start against the Yankees. There was a video I posted on my Twitter if you want to see it at Dan Leach 97.1. It was fascinating. You know, they had a new buzzer system. But yet it seemed like the Yankees still knew he was tipping pitches. Uh, he's 0-1 on the year that lost to the Yankees at 10.13 ERA. Uh, you know, the line will be out later on Thursday. My guess is the Blue Jays are going to be a heavy favorite much of this series. The Blue Jays with 10 more wins than the Tigers. Uh, clearly a much better team. And Berrios, you know, uh, not having the greatest ERA type year, but he hasn't been terrible on the mound and he's got a bunch of strikeouts. I think the Blue Jays probably will be around a 160 favorite or so, maybe even a little higher than that when that line comes out later today on Thursday. But that's the start of the series with the Blue Jays and the Tigers. If hopefully you didn't miss my video, because whether there's a show done on Wednesday or not, I will either have it the picks on the show, and a lot of times picks on the show and a video of my golf selections. We're a week before a major again. Uh, the, the Canadian Open up there near Toronto. And I did make a video that's on my Twitter at DanLeach971. This is who we are rolling with uh, for this week's prelude to a major. And remember, we've talked about this on the show before. And it's one of these things where you're, I mean, I'm not even going to get into the whole LIV golf stuff where more DeChambeau and Reed and some others are defecting and resigning from the PGA Tour. We'll discuss that another day because there's, you know, going to be possibly some, some uh, betting value on that down the road, but not early. But you look at the PGA Tour and they've kind of gone to this year-round wraparound schedule. In years past, you never would have this kind of a field playing the week before a major. And I know Justin Thomas, after he won the PGA Championship, he played the major or played a tournament the week after the PGA. And ended up missing the cut. We actually had a play on him to miss the cut, plus 450. But yeah, it's the schedule is kind of nuts. And it might get even a little nuttier with what's going on with the LIV. But I, I have a really good feel on, on the plays that we, we gave you this week. And I'm going to go over them here. The favorites, by the way, uh, Scheffler went off plus 850. McElroy and uh, Justin Thomas, 9-1. to Cam Smith, who played great last week till he did it. 11-1. Sam Burns, who used to be able to get Sam Burns at 70-81. Now he's one of the favorites in a pretty decent field. He's 14-1. Shane Lowry, 16-1, along with Matthew Fitzpatrick, who's a popular pick this week. Uh, this is, by the way, a you know a shot maker and a tee to green. And uh, you know, just uh, this is a, a dream course. St. George's for those kind of players where, you know, if you're a master of kind of the short game and it's not like a very, you know, super long course, this is where you can be very successful. And that's where we started with our picks. Tony Finau, I got him at 30 to 1. He's down to 25 to 1 or so when the tournament started. Uh, I don't know, depending on when you're listening to this, it could be in the, you know, when, when the show's first released or later in the day. I think that Finau's rounding into form. I, I think that this is one of those weeks 
especially the week before a major, you're not going to see one of the guys like Scheffler, McElroy, and Thomas, and Smith win. Not that they're going there not to try to win, but I feel like this is where you're going to see someone in the 20s or 30-1 to 1 or 40-1 to 1 or even higher have a great chance at this tournament with a pretty decent field. So Finau was our first selection. Tyrell Hatton, uh, around 25-30-1, to 30 to 1 was our second selection. Sebastian Munoz, I got him at 50-1. to 1. I know he closed closer to 45-1. to 1. He's been very solid as of late. This course fits him very, very well. And Brendan Todd, Really like Brendan Todd. Got him around 70 to 1. I know he's down to 66 to 1 or so and, and went off around 50 to 55 to 1 in some places. But I know at Bet Rivers he went off around 66 to 1. And I think that Brendan Todd is like kind of like one of those guys that literally goes away and doesn't do anything for months. And then for like a month, month and a half, is looks like one of the better golfers in the world. And I think that Brendan Todd's game, that kind of shorter, tee-to-green type game, that I don't have to worry about bombing it on this course, that is where I think Brendan Todd comes into play and rounding into that kind of form. So those are our four plays. If there's more stuff, obviously, that I like after round one, we'll talk about it on the show uh, on Friday. But also, always check my Twitter. I'm always posting what's going on and what I'm doing and you know, possible cash-out offers for me. We had last week another you know guy straight in the mix. like We had Varner a couple weeks ago. Uh, last week, uh, we had Joaquin Neiman. And Neiman was right there. was the only guy that was really challenging, uh, you know, Billy Horschel. Uh, but I ended up not cashing him out. I wasn't getting offered a ton of money on Neiman. I think the most I ever got offered was about th- maybe 300 And my pat would have been almost 2500 So I wasn't going to bet $50 to cash out $300. Uh, but I feel pretty good about the, the picks this week. We did it last week, at least with uh, Sahith Thigala on a top five. He did it. It was a dead heat. So didn't win the full 10 to 1 odds. But we got some of our money back on that one. And I feel pretty good about us cashing it outright for the first time in about five weeks. It'll be our seventh outright of the year, so let's get it done here on the Detroit CityCast. Let's talk NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Game five, Lightning Rangers. Coming up later tonight, 8 p.m. right now, Bet Rivers has the Lightning minus 134 after being down 0-2. Now they're obviously playing much better. I think the winner of this game is going to win the series. The fact that it's in New York and they've been so, what is it, 8-1 at home in the playoffs in the last nine. They've been so damn good. Rangers plus 116. Puck line, Tampa minus 1.5, plus 195. And the Rangers plus 1.5, minus 240. The total, 5.5, over plus 120. Some value there. We'll get to that in a minute. And the under, 5.5, minus 141. Here are some numbers uh, for my man Troy Mocker. We had him on the show a couple days ago. Always does an incredible job. If you missed that show, check it out. We talked Lions. Uh, futures, NFL futures, props, all that kind of stuff. And, of course, broke down the NBA Finals uh, Game 3 as well as the series. So if you missed that show, it was on the Terrific Tuesday show. And uh, you can get there and listen to that one with Troy. I uh, always love having Troy on. But here's the numbers from him when it comes to uh, Easter Conference Finals Game number 5. You've got set just 7% of the money on the Lightning money line. 93% of the money is on the Rangers money line. And just 51% of the tickets for the home, you know, the the road team that has been so good, the Lightning, 51% of the tickets on the Lightning money line. And the spread, when it comes to the Lightning minus the 1.5, plus 195, Rangers plus 1.5, minus 240, just 3% of the money on the Lightning minus 1.5, 49% of the tickets. And as far as the total is concerned, just 4% of the money on the over and 54% of the tickets. This to me, and you know how we feel about the Rangers, I gave you out the Rangers before game six against the Panthers, or excuse me, the Hurricanes. They won four straight. We gave out all four in a row. Of course, we did lose game number three. Uh, or I'm sorry, game number four that I gave the Rangers out for you. Thought, thought they would be able to take a 3-1 lead. It didn't happen. The Lightning kind of shut them down. 
But this is back in New York. It's another back-against-the-wall type situation. It's not an elimination game, which the Rangers have won five straight this year under Gerard Gallant, their incredible coach. But I love the value on New York, getting plus 116 at home. I'm not going to lay the 240 on the plus one and a half. Look at the disparity. Just 7% of the money on the Lightning money line. I know normally that's what tells you to go the other way, uh, you know, and, and take the Lightning because, you know, the public's all about the Rangers. To me, I think the public is right in this game. That line's probably going to go even further down, maybe even plus 110 because there's so much coming out of the Rangers. I like the Rangers to get back on top. Shesterk could have a great game. Panera maybe a goal or two game. And this should be a fun one. Uh, at Madison Square Garden coming up later tonight at 8 p.m. And then just the early look ahead, we're going to get into this game a little deeper here in a minute, but the early look ahead to Game 4 Friday night from Beantown. Celtics 3.5 point favorites, minus 109 at Bet Rivers. Warriors plus 3.5, minus 113. Moneyline Boston, minus 157. Warriors plus 132. And the total, highest total opener in the series, 215 over minus 110 under Minus 112. We'll talk about what we're seeing so far in that. Some futures, uh, where the MVP market's at. All that stuff coming up next uh, right here on the Detroit City Guest. Also, don't forget to always log in and check out the different specials. There's the NHL Playoff Bet, three $10. Same game, Parley's got a free $10 bet. There's a lot of different uh, valuable boosts and props at Bet Rivers every single day. Like, for example, for Game 3 in the NBA Finals, if you had bet 25 bucks on any player's total three-pointers in Game 3, you got a dollar for every three-pointer the player made. So you're getting a chance to, let's say you had Jordan Poole and you, you, you know, maybe you, you took the over and you missed it, you still would get a three for every, you know, a dollar for every three-pointer the player makes. And you can obviously take the over or the under and can win both those and get extra money based on how many three-point play, uh, three-point baskets a player makes. But things like that can always just add to your profit margin. So always check those out. You know, the house specials, the props. I always tell you about them here on the show uh, and a lot of stuff coming up uh, over the next uh, several weeks with the Stanley Cup Finals, of course, NBA Draft coming up. There'll always be different boosts going on with that kind of stuff. By the way, uh, just to take a look at the series market right now with the Rangers and the Lightning, Lightning minus 167, Rangers plus 140. You can also bet the series outcome as far as the spread for the series. Lightning plus one and a half games, minus 590. Lightning minus one and a half games. That's obviously to win the series by two, plus 175. Rangers minus one and a half uh, games, plus 390. And Rangers plus one and a half games uh, with home ice advantage, minus 235 for a reason. And then the total games played in the series right now, Bet Rivers, six and a half. The over is minus 103. The under is minus 122. If you like this series going seven, some solid value on the over six and a half, minus 103. I think it's likely to go seven, but I'm going to stay away from that from giving that out as an official play. All right, that's trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Coming up next, we'll slice and dice and dive straight in to NBA Finals game number four, update what I'm doing with the series itself, see what the odds are with that, and all the action that's coming in early after a big win for the Warriors on Wednesday night. In game, or excuse me, for the Celtics in game number three. They dominated the fourth quarter when it mattered most. The Warriors had come all the way back from down almost 20, took a lead in the third quarter, but then there went the Celtics. There goes that man, Mark Jackson, and the Celtics get the job done. We'll get into all of that coming straight up here on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, 
BetRivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. Let's dive right into game number four of the NBA Finals. And, you know, we discussed this uh, earlier in the series after the game one lost by Golden State. I, I picked Golden State to win the series in six games, but I wasn't going to lay the, the minus 167 or so. Uh, you know, before the series started on Golden State and, and banged the crap out of it after game one and told you I did a three-unit play on the Warriors plus 150. And now, obviously, things have changed, and we'll get to the series price in a second here. But I'll tell you this, game four, and you look at the zigzag theory in the NBA and the NBA Finals happened so many times, especially after the way the Warriors played in game two and then did play in the end of the game in the fourth quarter in game three. I think you're going to have the Warriors right back at it in game number four, and we've seen some movement early Right now, Celtics at Bet Rivers minus three and a half, minus one hundred nine. Warriors plus three and a half, minus one thirteen. This was four, and you know, or this, I think we're going to see some fours at times. It was four for a minute, uh, and now down to three and a half. The Celtics, by the way, money line minus one fifty seven. Warriors plus one thirty two, and the total two fifteen over minus one ten, under minus one twelve. The highest opener we saw one game close at two fifteen and a half. Game two, but we this is the highest opener of a total. And remember, I, I leaned on the over in game one and gave that out as a play. And then we liked the under in game number two, kind of a zigzag with the total. And of course, it went over. I gave you the over yesterday or on Tuesday in game number uh, three. I mean, it barely went over. It was 216. It closed at 214 and a half, but we easily got that over. And I, I think you look at this game, and to me, I'm going to stay away from the total. I, I don't think it's going to go under. I think this is probably a likely over, but I just don't like where it's at right now at 215. We'll see if there's any moves closer to Friday. Uh, but as far as the series goes, when you look at where we're at now, the Celtics have moved to minus 240. Warriors plus 190. And it goes back to what I explained to you after game number one. I didn't like having to lay the money with the Warriors before the series started, so we stayed away from that. And it's almost like live betting a game. You're live betting the series. Love the value of the Warriors plus 150 after game two. Now, this is where I'm at with this. Now, I'm I'm, I'm obviously on the Golden State Warriors. I still believe they're going to win this series. And they obviously have the home court advantage, which is key in any NBA series, but especially in the NBA Finals, especially against a team in Boston that has so little experience. I mean, going into game number one, they had zero games of final experience. Warriors had over 120. So if you are with me on the Warriors... You're getting even more value taking them now. Now, I know we're three games in, and if Golden State loses game four, they're in big trouble. Could they win three in a row? Sure. It's not a 3-0 deficit, which no one's ever come back from, but they could, you know, it's trouble city if they're down 3-1. That being said, the Warriors have yet to lose a game after they've lost a game in the NBA playoffs this year. They did it against Dallas. They came back, you know, obviously against Boston in game number two. If you liked where I was at and my, my kind of process and, and just whole description of why I like the Warriors for the value after game one. You have to like it as as much as I did then, even more now. I know we're further into the series, but if you believe that Golden State's clearly the better team in the end, they can tie the series up in game four, they can go back home, win game five, and be one away from clinching. And you get them at plus 190 now. So if you did take them after game one, and you're with me, and you think the Warriors are going to win this series, you've got to bang them now, 
Take a unit or two play on Golden State plus 190. You're obviously not laying 240 on Boston. That's crazy and zero value. This is the one spot, the last chance you'll have uh, to take the Warriors. Because if they obviously, if they lose game four, they're going to be plus 600 or so, or maybe even higher than that, with just one more game for Boston to win in the last three. But if they win game four and they tie the series up going home, they're going to probably move to a favorite again. So this is where you got to bang the series. On the Warriors, the Warriors plus the 190, if you are with me on the Warriors still winning this series, which I still believe firmly is going to happen. But the Warriors got it right where they want the Boston Celtics. Here's the spread on the series outcome right now, Bet Rivers. Celtics plus a game and a half, of course, a huge favorite, minus 1,667. Celtics minus a game and a half, minus 134, meaning they have to win the series by two games. Celtics minus two and a half is plus 300. Warriors minus a game and a half is plus 750. So if the Warriors came back and won the series by two, that's some solid value. But, of course, staying away from that with just a lot of solid uh, bets on the Warriors in the series after game one plus the 150. Warriors plus a game and a half is basically even money plus 105. And the Warriors plus two and a half games is minus 420. I mean, the Warriors are very unlikely going to lose by three games. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, And then as far as the series correct score right now, at Bet Rivers, Warriors to win the series four to three, plus two ninety. Warriors to win the series four to two, plus seven fifty. As I mentioned, same thing as the spread. Warrior or Celtics to win the series four to two, plus one ninety five. Celtics to win four to one, plus two seventy. So not a big jump there. And then the Celtics to win the series four games to three is plus five fifty. So you're getting some solid value on the Celtics if you like the Celts. If this goes seven and they win it at seven, five and a half to one. Although that game, of course, would be in. Golden State. So the way I'm looking at game number four is this. If you have not taken the series yet with the Warriors and you are with me on the Warriors coming back and winning the series, you've got to bang that play plus the 190. As far as the game is concerned, I know we gave out Warriors on the money line, game number three. I'm going right back to that well for a full unit play. I think the Warriors are going to tie this series up. It's a total zigzag theory. I think Steph Curry, you see the better play of Clay Thompson. The Smash Brothers will have big games. Draymond Green could not have been any worse. So, of course, he's got to add into the effect there. But he had two freaking points. It was minus 13. Did have a block, by the way, and three dimes and four rebounds. But just terrible by Draymond Green in 35 minutes. That won't happen again. Wiggins starting to come on. Remember, we have a futures bet on him for the MVP. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. But he had 18. He's had some nice games in this series. But Steph Curry and Klay Thompson combined for 56. I think they're going to have a similar night for that. Much better stuff for the bench is needed. I mentioned Otto Porter Jr. was the best metric player on the floor all night long for the Warriors, even though he only played 21 minutes. He was plus four with six points. But obviously when he was out there, things were good. You know, you got nothing from Gary Payton the, the second. Jordan Poole still kind of struggling, but he might finally have a breakout game in game number four. He did have 10 points. He did have three threes in game number two, and he had a three uh, one for two from downtown in this one. So Jordan Poole could be a factor here. And you're not going to see Tatum and Brown, I think, combined for 53 or more in game number four. So we're back to the Warriors uh, plus 132. That line's probably going to go down because, as I mentioned, a lot of action coming in on the Warriors. So that's where I'm at with game number four. And, you know, when you look at the the series, as I mentioned, the MVP, or excuse me, the, the series price of minus 240, you know, there's obviously no chance you're going to lay that kind of money on Boston. But if you're someone that does like the Celtics to eventually win this series, whether it's in six or seven games, if the Warriors win game four, that's when you have to take Boston. Now, I 
am not on that side. And of course, if the Warriors get win game number four, I'm going to feel great about where we're at with our series bet of plus 150. But it'll probably be close to even money. Maybe the Warriors are a small favorite going home for game number five. That's where you would have to take Boston as far as trying to find value in the Celtics. No way you can lay the minus 240. So uh, looking forward to game number four Friday night. We'll talk much more about this on the Fantastic Friday show. Uh, but definitely a performance for... Boston in the fourth quarter that really, you know, kind of changed a little of the series trajectory. It really looked like the Warriors, after being down 19, could come back, win game three, take a huge advantage. Instead, Tatum and Brown and the Celts played some great basketball, some great defense. A lot of this Warriors have scored just 11 points, 11 points in the fourth quarter. That was a great win for Boston. And now they get another crack to take a huge 3-1 series lead that would really make it danger zone time. Kenny Loggins style for the Golden State Warriors, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think the Warriors will tie this thing up, and I like the money line with Golden State plus 132. And obviously, I like the point spread as well because I think they're going to win this game, but laying the 113 is not my favorite thing to do, but maybe you're going to parlay the Warriors with a total or just take the Warriors in a solo play plus a three and a half. I just feel like if the Warriors lose this game, it's unlikely to be within four points, but I think they're going to win this game, and that's why I like the money line value uh, of the plus 132. All right. That's going to do it for us here today on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast. We will see you tomorrow. Get you set for all the weekend action. I will have my official Belmont picks. The Belmont on Saturday from New York should be a ton of fun. It's a very interesting field. Rich Strike is back. We got some good plays uh, to get to you for the Belmont on Saturday. We'll talk about that coming up tomorrow. Until then, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the fine squatch on this beautiful Thursday. Out.